You are listening to The Bible Breakthrough with Pastor David Engman and Scott Brecky. In this study, we will break down the Bible from B.C. to A.D. chronologically while offering historical context and real-life application for today. This series is brought to you by the Breakthrough Media Network. Hi, my name is Pastor Dave Engman, and this is Scott Brecky. And we want to welcome you to the Bible Breakthrough. We want to thank you for joining us. Ultimately, our goal is to lead you into a deeper, more intimate relationship with Jesus. Again, please look for the bonus video to this episode as we discuss various topics that come up because of the scripture that we cover today. Also, the show notes will be linked in the description of this episode. In the last episode, we read Genesis 3, 1 through 24, and we saw how deception and confusion led to man and women, uh, the woman sinning and, and sin's brutal consequences. The scripture that we're going to cover today is Genesis 4, 1 through 26. And here you're going to see how dramatically sin had affected humanity as Cain murders his brother Abel. The three questions you should consider as you listen are, what's the text saying? What does it mean? And how can I apply this to my life? Before we open up and read the Bible, let's start with prayer. So Lord, uh, again, before we jump into your word, Lord, I just pray that your Holy Spirit would um, just move through this place, Lord. And and I pray uh, for our audience too, um, Lord, that they would just they would just be um, hearing for what you're trying to uh, bring out in your scripture today, Lord. Bless this time. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, so let's open up. Let's read the Bible. Uh, we're going to read again from the passage, Genesis 3, verse 1, and we're going to go through 24, I believe. Scott, would you, uh, would you be willing to read that? Actually, we're going to go through verse 26. And it's chapter 4, um, verse 1 through um, 26? Correct. Okay. All right, let's read. Sounds good. Now, Adam had uh, sexual relations with his wife Eve, and she became pregnant. When she gave birth to Cain, she said, With the Lord's help, I have produced a man. Later, she gave birth to his brother and named him Abel. When they grew up, Abel became a shepherd while Cain cultivated the ground. When it was time for the harvest, Cain presented some of his crops as a gift to the Lord. Abel also brought a gift, the best portions of the firstborn lambs from his flock. The Lord accepted Abel and his gift, but he did not accept Cain and his gift. This made Cain very angry, and he looked dejected. Why are you so angry? the Lord asked Cain. Why do you look so dejected? Will you, be ex- you will be accepted if you do what is right. But if you refuse to do what is right, then watch out. Sin is crouching at the door, eager to control you. But you, but you mu- must subdue it and be its master. One day, Cain suggested to his brother, let's go out into the fields. And while they were in the field, Cain attacked his brother Abel and killed him. Afterward, the Lord asked Cain, where is your brother? Where is Abel? I don't know, Cain replied. Am I my brother's guardian? But the Lord said, What have you done? Listen, your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. Now you are cursed and banished from the ground, which has swallowed your brother's blood. 
No longer will the ground yield good crops for you, no matter how hard you work. From now on, you will be a homeless wanderer around the earth. Cain replied to the Lord, My punishment is too great for, for me to bear. You have banished me from the land and from your presence. You have made me a homeless wanderer. Anyone who finds me will kill me. The Lord replied, No, for I will give a sevenfold punishment to anyone who kills you. Then the Lord put a mark on Cain to warn anyone who might try to kill him. So Cain left the Lord's presence and settled in the land of, of Nod, east of Eden. Cain had sexual relations with his wife, and she became pregnant and gave birth to Enoch. Then Cain founded a city, which he named Enoch after his son. Enoch had a son named Arad. Arad became the father of um, Mishulah. Mishulah O became the father of... Um, these are not the easiest to pronounce. You want to help Methushal. me on that, Pastor? Methushal. Methushal. Methushal became the uh, father of Lamech. Lamech married two women. The first was named Adah, and the second was named Zalah. Adah gave birth to Jabal, who was the first of those who would raise livestock and live in tents. His brother's name was Jabal, the first of all who play the harp and flute. Lamech's other wife, Zalah, gave birth to a son named Tobal Cain. He became an expert in forging tools of bronze and iron. Tobal Cain had a sister named Nema. One day, Lamech said to his wives, Adah and Zillah, Zillah, is that right? Zillah, Nate, uh, heard my voice. Listen to me, you wives of Lamech. I have killed a man who attacked me, a young man who wounded me. If someone who kills Cain is punished seven times, then the one who kills me will be punished 77 times. Um, Adam had sexual relations with his wife again, and she gave birth to another son. She named him Seth, for she said, God has granted me another son in the place of Abel, who Cain killed. When Seth grew up, he had a son and named him Enosh. At that time, people first began to worship the Lord by name. Well done, man. <laughs> I know those words, yeah, names, those names. Are, are, are hard to pronounce yeah. sometimes. And Did the I best think, I could. <laughs> well, and I think God just, you know, just loves to honor us even, even when we make, when we make yeah. mistakes on those. We just kind of... Do our best and move on. So, yeah. uh, one of one of the things that we do after we read uh, the Word of God is is we really just try and uh, understand what what the main points are. What are the what are the the, the main topics, if you will? Um, mm. And so we've come up with a few key points that I just wanted to kind of cover. Uh, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to go through them, um, and then we'll discuss them. We'll have some questions uh, that we'll, we'll, we'll discuss as well. So first key point that, that I arrived at as I read this was only God knows your heart. Mm. And in this, we can see that Cain's heart was selfish. Abel's heart was not. Right. The second key point is God is direct with us. Um, I like to say he calls a spade a spade, right? That's 
Um, that's the way it is. So he's very direct here with, with Cain, and we'll talk about that as well. God accepts us when we do what is right. That's the third point. And the fourth point is God warns us if, uh, you know, he warns us to do the right thing. Um, so sin is the warning, though. It's crouching at the door. We talked, yeah. to, you know, we read about that. Yep. And, and just imagining that that sin would be like a, like a tiger, for example, just sitting there. It's crouching at the door. And it's waiting to control us. Sin wants to devour us like a tiger would want to devour us. And in so doing, it will control us. Now, the devastation and the destructive nature of sin is revealed through Cain's actions. And um, what I had come to conclude is this, that when God called him out and asked him, hey, why are you so angry? Why do you look so dejected? So God's calling him out, and it wounded his pride. And pride led to anger. And, and anger led to murder in this case. And, and that led to denial. And uh, denial led to lying. Mm -hmm. And lying had all of that, including it, lying, it had consequences. So God, the sixth, the sixth thing, the sixth key point that I saw here is that God assured even Cain that he would protect him in the end. Cain was concerned, obviously, that he was going to get killed. God said, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make sure. I'm, and he marked him, which then led me to the seventh point that I discovered. That is that God is a God of second chances. I, I you know, I, I just believe that God was saying, look, you made a pretty bad mistake here, but guess what? There's, there's going to be time, right, yep. to, to, to correct that. Were there any other points that you... I can't believe you pulled out that many. That was awesome. Um, <clears throat> those are great. Um, I think the, the first one that really stands out to me is... Um, that you know and as i as i read through this at first i was kind of like thinking man that almost at first didn't seem fair <laughs> you know that that why would god choose one person's um was it a sacrifice and then um and then and then totally reject the other one but um what i started to see was in verse uh, 3 here, it says that Cain presented some of his crops as a gift. And then verse 4 says, Abel also brought a gift, the best portions of his firstborn lambs. So I think like what you had mentioned is that the Lord's directly looking, not necessarily, yes, he sees the sacrifice, but he's looking at what heart they brought their sacrifice to the Lord. And he's recognizing as, you know, I'm not going to accept something that's just done out of maybe, like, to me, it seems like when I read this, Cain's just bringing it to him like, oh, here, I'm just doing this task like before, mm -hmm. you know, um, and his and his brother Abel was bringing the best of what he had. Mm. So um, that's what stood out to me. What do you think of that part of like the, the best and, and some? Well, absolutely. I mean, God does know our hearts. God, only God knows our hearts, and he clearly knew what was going on here mm -hmm. in regards to Cain and Abel. And, and you know, um, Cain's heart was set 
right and and maybe pure and I think Cain probably withheld his offering. Yeah. He maybe didn't give um, all of it, um, and God knew that. He kind of maybe held some of it back for himself. Who knows, right? Yeah. But the word doesn't really, in th at this point, the word doesn't really tell us. You know, um, we only have what we are, are going on as mm -hmm. it pertains to, to. Um, this now, I will tell you that we will dive deeper into that very topic in the bonus discussion video that we're going to yeah. have. Um, here's a question I have for you, though. Um, what is for me? Yeah, for you. Okay. <laughs> here's a question I have for you, Scott. And of course, you guys uh, that are listening or watching as well. What's the moral lesson of Cain and Abel? What's the lesson here? I know I'm, I'm playing with you here a little bit. But. Um, well, well, to know that that there's going to be opportunities in your life, and you, I think you just need to recognize that sin is going to try to take you out. He's going to try. To, he's going to come at you, um, and just recognize and and do what like this. This says that the Lord's saying, look. There's an opportunity approaching. I want you to do the right thing. Do the right thing. And when you don't do the right thing, well, guess what? Sin now has now entered in. And um, to me, like in this story, it wasn't a lot of times when I've heard people say like, oh, it just happened, right? Like, a, like oh, that just happened out of nowhere. It's like, no, I know that sin is like, it's like almost this process. And you see that in here. And he's recognizing the Lord's teaching, um, especially us through this story, how um, the Lord wants us to do what's right. He warns them again, just like he did his mom, right? Yeah. Sin's right there. It's, you know, don't eat this. Don't, I'm warning you not to do this. And then sure enough, he, 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 he ultimately does fall into it, falls into sin. So to me, it's, um, it's learning that, Sin is a, a real thing, and, and ultimately it's a, like you had talked about before, it's a heart condition. So Yeah, I, I agree with that. I, I think that, you know, this story represents uh, and teaches us a valuable lesson as it pertains to living with uh, sincerity. Mm. In other words, there's a verse in the Bible that, that, that speaks to guarding your heart, watching uh, what comes out of your mouth, um, because it's um, what's coming out of your mouth is a condition of your heart. And through this example here, what we learn is not just our, about our actions, but about our attitudes and how they matter to God. So our yeah. actions matter, mm -hmm. but it's also important. I really want to stress this. It's really important to guard our, 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 our attitudes because they matter to God too. So check your attitude. Mm -hmm. um, sin is and does have devastating consequences. So in our bonus discussion video, one of the questions that we're going to dive deeper on is, why was Cain's offering rejected and Abel's accepted? We're going to talk about that. Mm -hmm. um, we're also going to talk about what was the sin of Cain uh, beyond um, his attitude.
Okay, we, we dive deeper into that. We'll also dive deeper into some of the other points that we see that came, came out of this scripture. Um, in other words, we're going to talk about the, 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 the devastation and the destructive nature of sin. And um, we're, going to, we're going to look at even after the, the, the uh, story concludes how God protected Cain and, 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 uh, with his life yeah. and so forth. Um, so as we continue um, to do as we do with every one of our episodes, our objective here is really um, to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit regarding application. And again, application, at least from my perspective, is really about obedience, Scott. And being obedient is really the key that unlocks the door um, to transformation. Yeah. And you know, we joke about this, but we and we and I say this almost every time. But what good is knowledge if you can't or don't apply it? Yeah. So, Scott, regarding application in this, like, what what is it that that you know you see that we can take away from this and apply to our lives? And would you share that answer with me for the benefit of our listening and watching audience? Yeah. Um, so I think for me, something that we can, uh, that I, that I can apply personally would be, you know, like in, in this story, we have two brothers that are bringing their gifts to the Lord. And I think what I take out of it is, is like, what are you presenting to the Lord just out of, I think, repetition and and what I mean by that is, like, have you offered your life up to him? Like, I think of, you know, coming from just growing up in church and just kind of getting stuck in, in going to church every Sunday and occasionally on Wednesday nights. Like, for me, it was just something that became, well, I, it's good to do, right? Kind of a habit. But yeah, just a habit to do. And I was just going because it was it was fine. But... It wasn't like Abel. It wasn't like, here I am, Lord. Here it is. I'm giving this all to you. It was more just like, well, I guess this is a good thing. I'll go. You know? So, so um, what I'm, am I hearing you right then? So what you're saying here is that as it pertains to your motives, yeah. what, what are they? Measure yeah. your motives. In other words, analyze them. Think about what it is you're doing and why you're doing them. And, and, and then I would say, just not to answer your question, but I yeah. would say... That, that we have an opportunity at that point to do what's right. Yeah. In other words, we can correct our motive at that moment mm -hmm. if we're recognizing that our motives aren't maybe in line. Would, would, would that be a yeah. fair assessment of what, maybe what you're trying to say? Yeah, yeah, because I think for my story, it was like at a point in my life where it just became like a religious act. Like it was just like me going and it was just something that I was doing. But then there came a point where I was just like, man, I'm just searching for something real here. I want something real, authentic. And and then when I surrendered my life to the Lord, it was like all of a sudden just willing to just give him my life, give mm -hmm. him that sacrifice, give him my will for his. Mm -hmm. So, Good deal. <laughs> no, that's a really good answer. I'm serious. Yeah. That, that, um, that causes... That should cause all of us that are, that are, that are watching, tuning into this or listening... 
um, really to, to consider what are we doing out of um, an obligation versus um, out of really wanting to honor God, Yeah, you know? So um, how about you? How about our listening audience? What is it that you think about this scripture verse? What do you believe you could take from this and then apply to your life? Mm-hmm. And look, if, if you're struggling with any of this kind of stuff, anything biblical, um, you know, you're not alone. Uh, I think everybody does. And, and I think it's part of the process of wrestling that, um, that, that draws us closer to God. And, and really, that's what he desires. He wants us to bring these wrestling matches, these struggles to him. So just hang in there. Keep coming back. Yep. And, and again, just a reminder to check out the bonus video to this episode. As me and Pastor Dave, we're going to dive deeper into the topics that uh, we talked about in this episode. So stay, stay tuned for that after. Thank you. Thank you for being a part of this, Scott. And yep. thank all of you for tuning in and listening. We look forward to our next message and meeting together with you in episode six as we continue to study the first era of beginnings. Um, The next episode, we will be talking about um, Adam's descendants and how they fit into this puzzle. So we're looking forward to that. Thank you, and God bless. God bless. Thank you for tuning in to The Bible Breakthrough with Pastor David Engman and Scott Brecky. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and will join us again for more of the Bible from B.C. to A.D. We are a volunteer-driven ministry and rely on you to help us get the word out to the world. Please like this podcast on Facebook, share it to your page, and continue to listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or anywhere you find your favorite podcasts. This has been a broadcast of the Breakthrough Media Network.